all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Hey guys, good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is Friday, the 10th of January. Unfazed by projections of India's GDP growth slowing to an 11-year low in 2019-20, Prime Minister Narendra Modi said yesterday that the fundamentals of the Indian economy are strong and it has the capacity to bounce back. The Prime Minister has, over the past few days, held 12 brainstorming sessions with different stakeholders over various issues affecting the Indian economy and to thrash out appropriate policy interventions in Budget 2020-21. On Thursday, he met economists, private equity and venture capitalists, business leaders and agri-experts at the Niti Ayog and called for focused efforts to achieve the target of making India a $5 trillion economy by 2024. Speaking of meetings, Prime Minister Modi could soon be meeting Amazon founder and chief executive officer Jeff Bezos, who will be visiting India next week. That's according to a PTI report. The Income Tax Department has rolled back a part of its week-old order which disallowed individual taxpayers owning a house property in joint ownership from filing their tax returns using the simplest form, that is ITR Form 1, and also ITR Form 4. The Finance Ministry yesterday said that the sale of the 13th tranche of electoral bonds will take place from the 13th to the 22nd of January. Electoral bonds, as you probably already know, have been pitched as an alternative to cash donations made to political parties as part of efforts to bring transparency into political funding. In news on the automotive space, Mahindra & Mahindra is looking to ramp up its electric vehicle portfolio as it finds success in shared mobility. The company has sold 6,000 battery-powered cars, including 1,100 e-veritos, to EV fleet operator Lithium Urban Technology. And in other news, education startup Baijus, which is operated by Think and Learn, has said it has raised an undisclosed amount of funding from Tiger Global Management. The PTI reported that the amount could be in the range of $200 million. In international news, the Prime Ministers of Canada and UK have said that the Ukrainian jet that crashed on Wednesday near Tehran was probably brought down by an Iranian missile and called for an international probe of the disaster. More than a third of the 176 people aboard that ill-fated Ukraine International Airlines Flight 752 were from Canada. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson issued a statement later yesterday saying that there is evidence that Flight 752 was shot down by an Iranian surface-to-air missile. In news in the UK, Prime Minister Boris Johnson's Brexit legislation cleared its final hurdle in the House of Commons, putting an end to the parliamentary gridlock that cost his predecessor Theresa May her job. Members of Parliament voted 330 to 231 in favour of the Withdrawal Agreement Bill, which now passes to the Upper House of Lords. Johnson wants the measures passed into law before the end of the month so the UK can leave the European Union on the 31st of January and he can deliver on his election campaign promise to get Brexit done. 
In international markets, U.S. stocks rose to fresh records as investor appetite for risk returned after America and Iran stepped back from the brink of war. The S&P 500, Dow Jones Industrial Average and Nasdaq Indices all closed at all-time highs as the conflict between the U.S. and Iran de-escalated. Oil fell below the $60 per barrel mark in New York, gold declined for a second day in a row, and the Japanese yen dropped to a two-week low versus the dollar. Stocks in Asia have started positively yet again and look to cap a volatile week with gains. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How are we looking today? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. The US markets did well in trade, so global queues are decent, Asia is looking strong. The SDX Nifty, however, is down with a slight, slight negative bias. But result season start today with the Nifty company Infosys coming out with numbers. The other company that will come out with numbers is Steel Strip Wheels. Among the numbers announced, uh, GTPL Hathaway announced its third quarter number. Revenues were up 2.1 times. The revenue X, the EPC business, was up 41%. Now, the numbers are not comparable as the EPC project business was not present in the base quarter. But the profit was up 77%, EBITDA up uh, 56%, margins at 18% versus 25%. So strong growth on the cable TV segment revenue, which was up 42%, and the internet revenue was up 16%. In terms of stocks to watch, HDFC has completed the acquisition of Apollo Hospitals Group stake of 50.8% in Apollo Munich Health. Sterlite Tech, the arm of the company, has acquired 12.8% stake in Israeli company ASOCS. The target company belongs to the industry of virtualization radio access network. Delta Corp will be in focus. Their arm has received the license to operate a casino in Nepal and the company has entered into MOU for leasing a space at the Marriott Hotel in Kathmandu. GMR has formed a JV with Hong Kong's ESR Cayman to develop a 66-acre logistics and industrial park at the Hyderabad airport city. The project outlay will be 550 crores and GMR will have 30% equity stake in the joint ventures. KNR Construction will sell Valayar toll unit to Cube Highways at an enterprise value of 529 crores. BSE has received the certificate of registration from IRDAI to commence insurance broking business. The exchange plans to launch insurance business by early February. Jindal Stainless, a big block that happened yesterday in which the Kotak Special Situation Fund acquired 2.5 crore shares in the company. The sellers were the PSU banks, PNB, SBI, Allahabad Bank and IDBI Bank. Sadbhav Infra Projects in which Reliance Mutual Fund acquired 1 crore shares and Nomura was the seller. In terms of IPO, Computer Age Management seeks SEBI approval for an IPO to sell up to 1.22 crore shares it will be an offer for sale and in terms of brokerages UBS has downgraded Gujarat Gas and MGL to a sell and upgraded Gale to a buy Morgan Stanley has downgraded HDFC AMC to an equal weight from an overweight and cut the target price to 3300 from 3365 they have upgraded PNB housing to an equal weight from an underweight with a target price of 1600 from the earlier 1365 and Morgan Stanley has cut Yes Bank's target to 25 from 40 probably will be the lowest in the street but there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloombergquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Ashan. And as always, thank you all for listening in. There's a lot more on the website bloombergquin.com, like Darshan mentioned, so don't forget to check it out over the course of the day. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an even better weekend. 
I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 